On your mark. Do it. This week on the Media Virus Podcast, the infection team stands behind Alec Baldwin because we'll be damned if we're going to get shot. Just when you thought it was safe to do all kinds of weird naked stuff at home, scientists are getting good at seeing through walls with Wi-Fi. And either a glutton for punishment or succumbing to senility, Buzz Aldrin weds for his fourth time to his wife, Anka Fowler on his 93rd birthday. All this, Party City's bankrupt, dating for dinner, another run at recreational cannabis in Delaware, the infection team remembers the geeter, Maddie's TikTok nonsense quarter, and just the tips on this 116th episode of the Media Virus Podcast. It's the Media Virus Podcast. Let's point and laugh at the world burning around us with executive producer Mike Latouris. We're going to start over. BBC correspondent Stanley McFadden. Makes me tingly in an unfamiliar way. Grease Monkey Pete. Damn, Big Daddy. Here's the thing about the Media Virus Podcast. It's really well done. And now, spreading the sage nihilism of an aged Gen Xer, your host and mine, the star of our show, the incomparable Maddie Rock Death. <laughs> Hot damn. Hot damn do we have a show for you people this week. I am Maddie Rockdeff. Welcome to the Media Virus Podcast. <clears throat> Please like, subscribe, follow, and share. Go on over and uh, take a look at themediavirus.com. We are still rebuilding it, but it is, you know, it's cool shit to look at. You can, you can check out all of our episodes, uh, get some of our recommendations, and so forth. So, um, I've been taking a stroll down memory lane because, um, you know, I've been polishing up the old resume uh-huh. this week. And uh, it's interesting to have your life story, you know, kind of laid out, yeah. you know, in front of you. And, um, you know, I, I've had a lot of, you know, in my life, I've had a lot of sales training, you know, and uh, working, working showroom sales or floor sales or even phone sales is, is a lot like, it's, it's, it's like acting mm-hmm. because, you know, you have to, you have to pretend, you know, you have to pretend to give a shit. You have to pretend to, pretend to like the company. You have to pretend you're not high. You have to pretend you, you didn't have three beers at lunch. So yep. what they do is they teach you how to pretend, you know, essentially how to perform, uh, you know, so they will either, you know, outright show you a film in training or recommend you watch, you know, pretty much one of, like one of three films, okay? There's Boiler Room, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, and The Wolf of Wall Street. Are everybody familiar with those films? The first the, one and the last sorry. one, but not the middle one. Not so Glenn much. Gary, Glenn Ross is a, is a absolutely terrific movie. It's a sleeper. Dude, you're talking Al Pacino, um, Ed, uh, the old guy from Grumpy Old Men. Which old guy? It doesn't guy? matter. The old guy from Grumpy Old Men. Which old um, guy? That was literally a movie about a bunch of grumpy old men. No, but I mean, he was the same dude in Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Anyway, somebody out there should Walter know. Walter Matthau? You know. Jack Lemmon. Not the other, Jack Lemmon. Uh, Al Pacino. Um, and uh, in Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, there is like this, it's a phenomenal movie. Um, all three of them are phenomenal movies, but 
I have a personal love for Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. I've seen that movie a dozen times. I had it on DVD. I, if I could find it, I go look it up. It's a great, it's a, it's a, it's not a, it's not an action film. It's a sleeper, but gr- phenomenal acting. And uh, Al Pacino is great in it. Um, but there's the, when, the, when was this, it made? In the eighties at some point, you can look it up. Pete, okay. you're the guy that looks things uh, up. I'm, um, I'm, I'm going to look it up. Like I said, it, uh, I've heard of it. Yeah, in that movie, uh, Alec Baldwin has this infamous um, brass ball scene, uh, you know, where he's talking about it takes it takes brass balls and how to how to go out and get, you know, money. Wow. Um, and uh, I tell you what, I think one of the reasons that I think that Alec Baldwin is so powerful in that scene is because Alec Baldwin actually has brass balls to go. Shoot. He went on some show and he was like, no, nah, they're not. They got nothing. My, my, my people tell me they got nothing to uh, press charges on. That's exactly how you get charges brought against you is to go publicly and say, no, no, they don't. Cause <clears throat> see, the thing is, is that uh, as an actor, just cause you're the one that pulled the trigger, you'd know, you, you don't have any liability in that. How would you know? But Alec Baldwin is, was the executive producer of this movie rust and do we have the story there mike we do uh bear with me uh, sorry I, I i looked up glenn gary glenn ross and was looking at the cast my mind's just blown oh yes yeah, it's awesome but yeah um alec baldwin new mexico prosecutors have charged actor and producer alec baldwin with involuntary manslaughter for the 2021 onset shooting during the filming of rust that killed 42 year old cinematographer helena hutchins Baldwin and armorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, who loaded the pistol, which killed Hutchins, were both charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter, prosecutors said in a statement to Vice News. Each charge carries a maximum possible sentence of 18 months in prison. I've heard, I've heard from multiple sources that they're like, oh, like a lot of dudes walked off the set. A lot of people walked off the set of this movie because of safety reasons before this. Yeah, I, I, so, I heard there was issues. This dude, like Alec Baldwin, just has his head stuffed up his ass. It would seem, and yeah, I mean, obviously, first of all, not for nothing, but Billy is the better actor. Fuck you, Alec. He also had uh, mentioned that it wasn't his fault. He wasn't responsible for knowing about the weapon. That's horseshit. If it goes in your hand, it is your responsibility. And it's, yeah, I mean, and it's not like the first time. It's not like it's the first time he's been handed a hot weapon. He has done. He has shot scenes before with hot weapons. So, like, yeah, this I feel is, like as an adult, if 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 they hand you something that could potentially kill somebody, you should have had training on how to yes check it. And again, if it was the first time, I might say, well, you know what, you're green. But it's not. The guy has had hot weapons in his hand. For his job, which I don't know if everybody feels this way, but I kind of feel like when it's my job, I need to know it and do it well. And, right. you know, not kill anybody while I'm there. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, Alec, Alec's brother, um, Adam, uh, he played mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters in the, in the, in the, in the film masterpiece, Full Metal Jacket. If you if you ever want to go in to the psychology of Full Metal Jacket and what Animal Mother means to me, <laughs> um, for the longest time, Animal Mother was my spirit animal. Like I just I oh it's like oh he was just 
we actually, uh, a friend of mine, you know, the guitar player from the old band, you know, we lived together and we, he bought a pit bull and we named it Animal Mother, <laughs> which was a strange, you know, but uh, our landlord who didn't want dogs in the house, and this was our second dog, um, he uh, let the dog run away, so to speak. I think he stole the puppy and sold it. Probably. Probably. So, anyway, um, you know, that guy had, uh, was, was firing an anti-aircraft gun, or an, I'm sorry, an M, M60, um, you know. And Big old honking that, machine gun. Right. And he didn't, he didn't kill anybody with that thing. He carried, you know, it's just, I'm just saying, he was a superior actor. <laughs> if any of these three people, Alec Baldwin, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, or David Halls, had done their job, Helena Hutchins would still be alive today, Special Prosecutor Andrea Reeb said in a statement to Variety. It's that simple. The evidence clearly shows a pattern of criminal disregard for safety on the Rust film set. In New Mexico, there is no room for film sets that don't take our state's commitment to gun safety and public safety seriously. Luke Nikas, uh, uh, an attorney representing Baldwin, said in a statement to Vice News that the decision to charge Baldwin distorts Helena Hutchins' tragic death and represents a terrible miscarriage of justice. Mr. Baldwin had no reason to believe that there was a live bullet in the gun or anywhere on the movie set, Nika said. He relied on the professionals with whom he worked, who assured him the gun did not have live rounds. We will fight these charges, and we How will do you, win. Okay, okay, all right. How are you assured? Oh, okay. <laughs> the first thing you learn in gun hey, safety hey, is every hey, gun is loaded all the time. Right, because if a gun ain't loaded, it ain't no good. Even when it's not, it's... Guns and microphones are a yeah. lot alike. What's the first thing that we know when, when we sit down to do this show? All the mics are hot. The mics are on. They can hear you, and it will go out live over the air, or Mike will record it, and you will get screwed with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you can strike that last part. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody needs to know that. Oh, well, you know, I don't think there's much more to say about Alec Baldwin. No, I think you're right. Um, you know, honestly, but uh and you know, not for nothing. Um scientists are getting go- eerily good at using Wi-Fi to see people through walls. And you know, I don't know if they can see bullets through guns, but it's worth a shot. <laughs> uh the signals from Wi-Fi can be used to map the human body according to a new paper. Researchers at Carnegie Mellon University developed a method for detecting the three-dimensional hey, shape. researchers at Carnegie Mellon University, fuck you. Now I have to worry about, it's not just, you, got, you, you don't have to worry you about, know, the, you don't want to get caught jerking off, right? So it's like, I, you won't even know. <laughs> like they're going to come knock on the door. I was like, listen, no, we just, we just Wi-Fi saw you. Uh, <laughs> fucking. Oh, I'm going to have fun with that. Also, <laughs> Wi-Fi doesn't mean anything, so you could change it. Yeah. Like we saw, we, I, I just saw you five gigahertz yourself for 15 you minutes. <laughs> five gigahertz yourself. Uh, so yeah, they've uh, they've come up with this this way. What's for- the over under? Like on how, what's what do you? How long do you think it's going to take for uh, before we have um, 
Wi-Fi generated porn. <laughs> where you just see you just see people fuck digital like completely just the lot those yeah yeah there's a picture in the article isn't there yeah I was just I was just reaching for my screen share to do that Jesus so gonna be like watching Tron porn it, exactly because it's all wireframe in this in this yeah, picture um and there it is as you can <laughs> see like this guy's thinking uh, let me get my Something tells me that my, this is my just a digital representation. This fella's sleepwalking. Uh, this, Somebody's catching a ball? This guy or is here? that a small baby's head? No, this guy's playing the harmonica. What's he about to get struck with then? Is that... Is that They're probably throwing tomatoes at him. He's playing the harmonica. Okay. <laughs> that guy over to the right, is he like sitting on a golf club or something? No, I think he's being attacked by a small animal. And he's protecting okay. he's protecting his groin. Uh, See, you, he's protecting his groin here, and there's a, apparently a small animal attacked attacking his foot. Uh, this guy or, pocket pool all day. It, lo- it sort of looks like he's doing <laughs> like the heat signature down low is yeah. a little warmer. You know what I mean? This guy oh, this is playing with his nipple on the left. You know his left nipple. You see that? He's got. He's, that, got his, he's like left nipple. And and this guy, he's just old and he's got bursitis in that other shoulder. Ah, it hurts. What's bursitis? It, it's when the the fluid inside the sac around your joint, the bursa, mm. isn't isn't lubricating the joint enough, and it hurts. Ah, that sounds terrible. Yeah, it's not fun. Mm. I feel like. Cosplayers are going to have a lot of fun with this if it ever makes it to fruition. Because <laughs> have you seen some of the outfits they wear? Yeah, there's there's stuff all over yeah, the place. Some of the you know uh, construction of, of of masks and things that they that they come up with. Yep. So a uh, little little background on this: uh, they use only Wi-Fi routers to do it. To do this, they use Dense Pose, a system for mapping all of the pixels on the surface of a human body. In a photo, Dense Pose was developed by London-based researchers and Facebook's AI researchers. From there, according to their recently uploaded preprint paper published on ArcSiv, uh, they developed a deep neural network that maps Wi-Fi signals phase and amplitude sent and received by routers to coordinates on the human bodies. Uh, researchers have been working on seeing people without using cameras or expensive LIDAR hardware for years. In 2013, a team of researchers at MIT found a way to use cell phone signals to see through walls. In 2018, another MIT team used Wi-Fi to detect people in another room and translate their movements to walking stick figures. The Carnegie Mellon researchers wrote that they believe Wi-Fi signals can serve as a ubiquitous substitute for normal RGB cameras when it comes to sensing people in a room. Wow. So basically, they took that that scene from uh, Batman Returns or uh, The Dark Knight where uh, Lucius Fox... uh, Morgan Freeman's character. Yeah, that that big TV panel that saw everything that he turned turned into a sonar. He turned everybody's phone into a yes, but, into a receiver or whatever and takes all the sound and turns it into images yes that that of. that's sort of based on yeah i mean that's that's yeah basic si- similar idea yeah 
except using the Wi-Fi radio signal uh, to do that. Um, using well, Wi-Fi, they wrote, and, uh, uh, overcomes dystopia, guys. It, ob- it overcomes obstacles like poor lighting and occlusion that regular camera lenses face. Interestingly, they position this advancement as progress in privacy rights. In addition, they protect individuals' privacy and the required equipment can be bought for a reasonable price. In fact, right, most so households stuff, man. Make, start making some pornos. Most households in developed Wi-Fi countries Apple. already have Wi-Fi at home, and this technology may be scaled to monitor the well-being of elder people or just identify suspicious, suspicious behaviors at home. That's all I do at home is sex suspiciously. <laughs> dare out that's the window. Where, that's where you're supposed to do all that, right? You know, like, hey, can, is uh, is the sound of my neighbor beating his kids picking up into the microphone? <laughs> that's not where I thought you were going with this, but no, I haven't heard it. <laughs> okay. He's not really. Oh, go go over to the screen. wall that you share with him and put your phone up to it. <laughs> I'm sitting on the wall that I share with him is the problem. <laughs> so, you know, I, he's the last living member of the Apollo 11 team that, that walked, you know, he's the second man to walk on the moon. Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, Buzz Aldrin. Has now married... Anka Fowler, his on his ninety third birthday, he says they're excited as eloping teens. And you got to admit, if you've got to have, if you're going to have a favorite astronaut, Buzz Aldrin's a good choice because Buzz is the guy who punched out the reporter that kept hounding him about the moon landing being fake. And yeah. he, he just got so sick of it, he fucking clocked him. That's genius. And he why. <laughs> He's he's ninety three now. He was in his seventies when he did this. It was, it was almost right. twenty years ago. He he turned around. He's a, and he's a badass. He just blasted this guy right in the face. It was awesome. <laughs> so, Bud Aldrin wed his longtime love Anka Fowler in a private ceremony in Los Angeles on Friday. Buzz Aldrin. How many times has he been married? This is his fourth. You'd think he'd know better by now. Does he now? Is he is it divorce or is he just out living them? A little bit of both, I think. Uh, Reasonable question, man. Reasonable question. Let's see where we're going here. Astronaut celebrated his 93rd birthday on Friday by marrying his longtime girlfriend in Los Angeles. He revealed in a statement posted on Twitter, on my 93rd birthday and the day I will also be honored by the living legends of aviation, I am pleased to announce that my longtime love, Dr. Anka Fowler, and I have tied the knot. We were joined in holy matrimony in a small private ceremony in Los Angeles and are as excited as the eloping teenagers. Accompanying the tweet were a couple of photographs and a special day, decorated various pins. Aldrin's marriage to Fowler, who currently serves as the executive vice president of Buzz Aldrin Ventures, according to the Los Angeles chapter of the Romanian-American Chamber of Commerce, marks the fourth time that the NASA spaceman is wed. He first married Joan Archer in 1954, before the marriage ended in divorce in 1974. Together, the pair welcomed three children, sons James, Andrew, and daughter Janice. Aldrin then went his second... This guy was married 20 years. This guy yeah, was dude. married for 20 years before I was even born. Yeah. And got a divorce. He's 93 yeah. years old, dude. I know. Wow. It's just old like... people lived before we got here. Aldrin then wed his second wife, Beverly Van Zyl, in 1975, through their relation, though their relationship ended after just three years. Ten years later, Aldrin found love again with his third wife, Lois Driggs Cannon, whom whom he was married to for 24 years before they divorced. No, he divorced them all. (laughs) Well, there you go. Well, they divorced him. Right. 
Aldrin. They probably got sick of hearing, hey, baby, this dick's been to the moon. <laughs> Take your <laughs> wrinkled moon out. balls over there. This world, you know? <laughs> Aldrin, who was the second person to walk on the moon after Neil Armstrong, served as the Lunar Module Eagle pilot during the 1969 Apollo 11 mission. He is the only surviving astronaut of the three who took part in that trip. Yeah. Uh, trivia fact: He's, you know he was, you know he was in uh, Transformers: Dark of the Moon, and he, and that's a movie basically based around that. Uh, the, what you said, Maddie, that uh, the whole landing on the moon thing was a was was faked and stuff. Yeah, or or that there was that there was some sort of conspiracy, and the conspiracy in the movie is obviously that robots landed on the moon like way before we got there, right? <laughs> or crash landed on the moon. Anyways, I I, I think it's kind of it's it's ironic. To me. If you question, dude, look at that man, ninety three years old. Look at him, stud. Like he's got another dude. I mean, he's got another hundred and fifty years in him. I mean, look look at the broad he's with. I mean, for nine. I mean, for I nine, mean, he's a shit, dude. I wouldn't fuck with him. He looks buff as hell. Well, think yeah, about what I mean, they have. Look at him here. Their, their he's, training regimen uh, as dude. He's wearing drums. fucking boots with his with his suit. Dude, these boots these boots made me laugh. These boots been to the moon, baby. They're spray painted. That's silver spray paint on boot on black boots all day long. Hey man, she wanted she wanted him to wear gray shoes. She wanted weather. him to wear moon boots. <laughs> hey baby, this dick's been to the moon. Oh, give it to me, Daddy. Imagine, um, dude. Seriously, he's got to be keeping Viagra in business. Hey, you oh. never know. I mean, going to the moon might might preclude you from needing that, right? He's like, got <laughs> an anti gravity dick. And and at seventy five, if you're beating the snot out of reporters, right? Well, good for Buzz. That's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, at least she's hot, right? Yeah. Good on, good on you. Yeah. Well, coming up after uh, after the break, we have uh, completely forgot. Really, really. After the break of the B block, we're gonna we're gonna take a minute. We're gonna remember the big boss with the hot sauce. Oh uh, yeah, the heater with the heater. Yeah, uh, we lost Jerry Blavitt, uh, and I thought after that maybe we could chat about forty ridiculous things that people post online. And then uh, if we've got time, we'll get into some more news. And then for the C block, we've got a all new Maddie's TikTok nonsense corner and a brand new number 25, just the tips to throw down the Very exciting stuff. So it's going to be a big shoe this week. A big, big shoe. You can check us out uh, at themediavirus.com. You can listen to us wherever you find podcasts, Spotify, Apple, all that fun stuff. Um, you can, you can us check us out right here on YouTube. You can give us a call one six four six virus zero one. It's one six four six virus zero one. Get your voice on the air on the Media Virus podcast, uh, and uh, all kinds of other shit. As soon as Mike's ready to, to hit the jingle palette, I will stop fucking talking. That's okay, the- well then, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back right after this. And that's a block. This is a test of automation on the Media Virus Podcast Network. This is only a test. 